Happy Friday, Barry Soper. And to you too, Andrew. Nice to be here. It is nice to be here. Looks like the uh, nation is completely over the old COVID thing and there's change coming left, right and centre. And I see, <laughs> I, I, well, I see even the Prime Minister starting to talk about Vax Pass changes and, and traffic light changes coming next week. But will they? Um, well, look, I have my doubts knowing this government. They like the abundance of caution. So I think there might be an announcement of an upcoming announcement next week. Uh, about changes to the traffic light system. Although, having said that, uh, the Environment Minister, David Parker, he's saying today that change will uh, come likely quicker than what we think. And let's only hope that is the case. The National Party certainly is calling for the immediate end to most uh, vaccine passes uh, and a shorter isolation period for those that do need to isolate. Um, uh, basically, Cabinet Ministers will be reviewing all its restrictions uh, next week. And uh, there will be an announcement uh, probably after Cabinet on Monday. But look, um, it'll come too late for a um, Hawke's Bay family. I talked about this uh, on air the other day, and now it's been taken up by ACT, and hopefully uh, there'll be a successful outcome to it. You may remember, Andrew, that this family, uh, if you listen to ACT, they fell victim to the government's what they call a honey trap visa, the entrepreneur work visa. They arrived here in 2018, which of course uh, predates um, the Delta or the Alpha outbreak of COVID. And um, they spent $600,000 uh, buying a restaurant in the Nap uh, Napier area. Mm. And uh, they, in fact, um, now looks as though because of an intransigent um, uh, immigration system, uh, they look as though they've got to pack up their bags now with their two children and go back to France. Now, uh, the case was taken up by uh, the local um, Napier MP, uh, Stuart Nash. Um, he provided letters in support of the family, but it seems that his own government might be the reason that they now have to leave. Uh, he raised it with the associate um, uh, um, immigration minister, Phil Twyford, uh, and uh, his office, they're not commenting publicly on it. Basically, what ACT is now calling for uh, is for the uh, system and these rules, this uh, visa, mm. to be overhauled immediately and uh, this family be allowed to stay. And I would say, look, they have done everything right. They put up a business plan uh, before they knew what was going to happen in 2019. Yep. Clearly, the restaurant didn't do as well as what they had anticipated. And because uh, it didn't do as well as what they said in the business plan, uh, Immigration New Zealand says, no, there are no exceptions. They've got to go. Well, one of the great crimes of this whole period of time is how immigration has just you know, ground to a halt. Uh, and we had early stories where many in the immigration department were unable to even work from home, you know, which meant that they couldn't work on some of these more pressing issues. So uh, that, that'll come in its time. By the way, my, my uh, Vax Pass expires on the 18th of May, and I went to the physiotherapist today, and they said right at the end, oh, yeah, where's your Vax Pass? And I said, well, <laughs> it expires on the 18th of May. And, and my physio said, well, mine expires next month. I mean, what's the point? And I said, I know. What's the point? Well, you know, that is true. I mean, like QR codes now. What's I the mean, point? why swipe, why scan when you go mm. into anywhere now? Because uh, you have to take responsibility for yourself. Yep. Certainly the Ministry of Health is taking no notice of uh, anyone who scans in on a QR code. Oh, exactly right. Yep. Hey, so the forecourt of Parliament is being rededicated. What does that mean? 
Well, who knows? But um, look, in his infinite wisdom, the Speaker believed that it should do. Um, and this uh, slipped under the radar. In fact, it occurred a couple of days ago uh, on the same day that the Justice Select Committee uh, was refusing uh, Nationals' plea to have the Commissioner of Police, uh, Andrew Costa, to appear before it to explain uh, how it unfolded this uh, protest, uh, the 23-day occupation out the front of Parliament. Uh, they were denied it by the Labour majority on the, or uh, National was denied it by the Labour majority on the committee. Uh, the grounds have been closed, of course, for two weeks uh, after that police operation on May the 2nd. Uh, when uh, hundreds were evicted. Um, a ceremony about uh, the, what they call the reawakening of the life force, uh, the ancestral lands of the Yiwi, it was held in front of Parliament uh, the other day. That's the forecourt, that's the stone area in front of Parliament, the paved area rather than the lawn, which is still being done up. Now, uh, Costa told journalists then the clearing of protesters from Parliament was the most difficult day, not surprising, uh, of his relatively short political a police uh, uh, career as commissioner. Yeah. They're all incredibly proud of the way our people came together to resolve that situation and with the way it was resolved. The most common comment that I've heard is um, that was the most amazing day of my career. Um, so proud of the way we worked together as a team. Um, I think being able to bring a resolution that uh, was safe relative to what we were dealing with um, was quite a remarkable achievement. I think what you saw here in terms of the police approach was um, different to the way we've done some things in the past and different from what you would see play out in many other jurisdictions. Um, ultimately, it's a moment in time and we all move forward, but it's clearly a very significant day um, in our history and in the history of New Zealand police. Mm. Yeah, and it was a very unusual day uh, to see you know, the protesters pitted against the police. I mean, the last time we saw that was back mm. in 1981 during the Springbok tour. But uh, the thing that it disappointed me, that um, the police commissioner wasn't asked whether he could in fact do more uh, in terms of when the um, three tents went up right at the beginning yeah. and parliamentary security wanted them removed, but uh, there was no movement by the police then. If that had occurred, then maybe uh, we wouldn't have seen what we saw. But, um, look, we're not going to see that in terms of, of, of um, uh, the select committee looking at it. The, uh, the Independent Police mm. Complaints Authority, they'll be handling that side of it, apparently. Absolutely, IPCA. And I hope they do look at the uh, level of staffing that we had in all our different areas at that particular time, because yep. I think that was actually very critical to it. I, I have a horrible feeling they weren't capable of getting rid of three tents. Mm. They didn't have enough... Yep. You didn't have enough foot in the ground. Hey, so, uh, Barry, have yourself a, a great weekend, though we all know new parents don't have weekends. <laughs> and, and Every day moulds into the other, Andrew, actually. Yeah, exactly. And uh, people would like to know, how is Iggy? Oh, he's absolutely fantastic. He's a chirpy little fellow and uh, certainly a lot of fun. And uh, even though you have sleepless nights, when you wake up and see a little face like that, you say, thank God I'm alive. Oh, good. And Heather's great. She's fantastic. She's really enjoying motherhood. Good stuff. Barry Soper, off you go.